Welcome back home, Pastor. We really enjoy Jim, but we always miss you. Amen. We have a great service Sunday morning. Let me pray before we get started. Lord, we love you and we praise you. And Lord, we're thankful for your love for us. Oh God, thank you. And I ask, Lord God, that you would just speak to our hearts the things that you have placed in my heart, Lord God. God, may it minister to them as it has ministered to me, Lord. Lord, I love you and I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Title my, my sermon, He Loves Me. He Loves Me. Have you ever reflected on God's love? Have you just ever just gone through the, the Word of God and just looked and see what it said? One thing you'll find out, especially if you're going to try to preach on it, is a very vast subject. I had to just stop. <laughs> I tell you what, I talk about a series, it could be a series. It's real easy on that. Really good. Um, one thing about God's love, even if you don't love Him, He loves you. God is love. That's what the Word says. Uh, God is the very essence of love. That's our Lord. That's our God. That's our Savior. Close friend of mine penned a song a number of years ago. Nelson Johnson. And the title of it was He Loves Me. And I can only remember one little short section, but it kind of stands out to me. He says, it says, He loves me. He loves me. He really loves me. He really loves me. I want to declare to you tonight that God really loves you. He really loves you. I want us tonight to think about what God's Word says about love, about God's love. Uh, again, it's going to be impossible to finish the message. It could go on forever. And I don't think we can really start talking about God's love unless we start off with John 3.16. John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God so loved the world that he gave. We didn't deserve it, but he gave us Jesus. I would say John 3.16 is probably the most memorized verse in the Bible. There's a lot of Christians, if they know one verse, that's the verse they, they'll know. They only knew how much God really loved them. Um... God gave the greatest gift ever given. He gave His Son, His only Son, His only begotten Son. You know, 
I think about what uh, Jesus went through, you know. He gave him as a gift. But the gift went through a whole lot for us. Jesus didn't hold back anything. And because of his wonderful gift, we have the opportunity to experience everlasting life. This gift, his son, was given so because he so loved the world. That world is you and me. It's you and me. He so loved us. What is so amazing is that it, we didn't deserve it and we couldn't earn it. In fact, we deserved the complete opposite. That's what we deserved. We were all guilty in Romans 3.23, if I can get my words out, that for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We've all sinned. All is everyone. That's you and me. That's the whole world. All. Romans 3.10 says there is none righteous, no, not one. We were born into sin. We have a sin nature. And if we never meet the Lord Jesus Christ, we will die in our sin. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death. There's a penalty for sin. That was our destiny. That's what we had in store for us. We would receive our just wages. But Romans 6.23 does not stop there. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Jesus our Lord. The gift is Jesus Christ. He gave us eternal life. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Again, he loves you tonight. The gift is Jesus Christ. The gift has brought eternal life. Jesus said that where I am, there you may be also. He wants us to be with him for eternity. That's how much he loves you. He loves you tonight. Hebrews 12.2 says, Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame. You know, love held him to that cross. He could have called the angels and said, Ah, no, no more. I can't go any further. But he stayed there because of the love that he has for you. He knew what would take place if he endured the cross. He knew what it would bring into our lives. He knew how we would be saved and how we could come in right fellowship with God. He endured the cross because he loves us. Second Corinthians 5.21 says, Or he, we're speaking about the Father, made him, Jesus, who knew no sin, to be sin for us. That we might become the righteousness of God in him. Wages of sin paid in full. Nothing lacking. It's complete. He didn't have to do anything else. He became sin for us. He took the punishment for you and I. All because he loved you. All because he loves me. He loves you tonight. 
For God so loved the world that He gave. Gave His Son. Isaiah 64, 6 says, All our righteousness are like filthy rags. There's nothing good about us. But He gave us His righteousness. Ours are thrown away, gotten rid of. He gave us His righteousness. And we can wrap ourselves in His righteousness tonight. Thank you, Lord. Ephesians 2, 4 through 10. But God, who is rich in mercy, because of His great love with which He loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together in Christ. By grace you have been saved, and raised us up together, and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come He might show the exceeding riches of His grace in His kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourself, it's the gift of God. That's unmerited favor. Not of works, lest anyone should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Because of his great love for us. Because of his great love for us. still amazes me. You know, you think even while we were yet sinners, He died for us. In our trespasses, He died for us. Before He knew us. Before we knew Him, brother. He knew us. There's more to love than just saying that I love you. You demonstrate your love. You know, a husband will bring flowers home. Sometimes. Once in a while, occasionally. But you do different things to show your love for your wife. The wife will do certain things to show her love for her husband. It's more than just saying, I love you, but you demonstrate your love. Well, Jesus demonstrated his love for us, that he gave himself for us, he paid the price for us. So he loves you tonight. God didn't wait to make, God didn't wait for us to make the first move. He went on and done it. He took care of it. He didn't wait till we cleaned ourselves up. He didn't wait till we cleaned up our mouth. He didn't wait till we quit our running around and drinking whatever else people have done. But he already took care of the sin problem for us. And all we have to do is accept the forgiveness of sin that he has for us. He loves you tonight. He loves you tonight. First John 
chapter 3. Starting with verse 1, it says, Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us, that we should be called the children of God. Therefore the world does not know us, because it did not know Him. Beloved, now we are the children of God. And it has not been revealed what we shall be. But we know that when He is revealed, we shall be like Him. Or we shall see Him as He is. Let the scripture kind of seek in for a second. Reflect on what matter of love is God is for us tonight. First John three one in the NIV says it this way. How great is the love the Father has lavished on us that we should be called the children of God. And that's what we are. He lavished his love on us. <clears throat> Lavish. It means in abundance. Extravagantly. Smothered with. Covered with. Lavished his love on us. Again, he loves you tonight. We don't have this translation on the screen, but I found it and I wanted to read it. New Living Translation, 1 John 3, 1 and 2, again. See how much our Heavenly Father loves us, for He allows us to be called His children, and we really are. But the people who belong to this world don't know God, so they don't understand that we are His children. We are His children. Parents take care of their children. Parents provide for their children. Parents like to buy the very best for their children. They like to give the very best. That's what God does for you and me. He has the very best for us. He's paid for it all. All we have to do is just receive what His Word says. It's ours. His Word doesn't lie. All you have to do is say, God, this is what your word says. It's mine. I receive it. It's yours. He lavished his love upon you tonight. We are the children of God. We're not stepchildren. We're not orphans. We're not illegitimate children. We are God's children. Because we're children, we have access to everything pertaining to the kingdom. When my kids were young, they had access to everything in the house. Now my grandkids do. That's okay. God has given us all things. All things. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Romans 8, verse 14 says, For as many are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, 
but you receive the spirit of adoption by whom we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ. We have an inheritance. Because of Jesus, because of the only begotten Son of God, we have become sons of God. We have become children of God. Um, the Spirit of God bears witness with our spirit. You know, you can know it. I know my name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. I know that God has forgiven me. I can lay my head down at night in peace, and I know that God is there. I know that He'll be there when I wake up the next morning. Because we know this, we're sons, we're children of God, we're the heirs of the promise of everything that God has. We have a great inheritance. Romans 8, verse 35, says, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword, Now, this is a derogatory statement here. I want you to understand that. This is a quote from back in the, uh, I guess, the Old Testament. It says, For your sakes we are killed all day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. I think it's King James that says, No. No, that's not us. Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through Christ, through Him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers, nor things present nor things to come, nor height nor death, death or any, create, any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. There's no one, there's nothing that can keep you from the love of God. It doesn't matter what Satan throws at you. He can't keep you from the love of God. It doesn't matter what people try to tell you. He can't, they can't keep you from the love of God. It's there. It's precious. It will be always there. If you got the love of God within you, it's there for, for keeps. Nothing can separate you from the love of God tonight. Because of his great love, because we are now children of God, his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. He has given us all things. Not some things, but all things. All things. What pertains to, to life today, everything that you have need of, he's given us all things. What has he done in your heart? He will give you all things turned to, uh, uh, pertaining to godliness for you tonight. He will fill you with your spirit. He will touch your life. He will uh, anoint you. He will use you. He will reveal himself through his word for you. 
He's given us all things. Do you have all things tonight? Have you received all things? It's there for you. John 10.10 says, I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. He wants you to have the abundant life. Why? It's because He loves you. He's provided all things. He's given you all things. He wants you to have life abundantly. He doesn't want you to be pressed down and, and everything just going against you. He wants to give you the backbone to stand up before the enemy and say no. He loves you tonight. He loves you tonight. John fourteen twenty seven says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. God wants you to have peace tonight. If you don't have peace, God is ready to give you peace tonight. You want, if you have trouble sleeping tonight, if you have fear, He's ready to touch your life and just you lay your head down at night and just sleep like a little baby. Amen. This peace, the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. That's where your battle is. For the enemy has a time in our minds sometimes. He will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. He'll put a guard on it. Amen. First Corinthians two verse nine says, But as it is written, I has not seen nor ear heard nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love Him. But God has revealed them to us through His Spirit. It's because of His great love for you and I. God has so much prepared for us. Another old song. There's a table. I just had it in my mind. Let me see if I can get it. There's a table prepared where the saints of God are fed. He invites you to come and dine. Boy, that's noty. But he has prepared it for you. Although we may struggle in knowing and receiving what and struggle and knowing and receiving what he has prepared, God will reveal them through his spirit. He wants you to receive. He wants you to experience what he has for you. Again, why? It's because he loves you tonight. He really loves you. In closing, like I say, I could go on. About the right time. There's an old song. I sing it a lot. I only know a small part of it. But I want to read it to you tonight. I'm not going to sing it. Everybody says, praise the Lord. It's called the love of God. The love of God is greater far than tongue or pen could ever tell. It goes beyond the highest star and reaches to the lowest hell. The guilty pair bowed down with care 
God gave his son to win. His erring child he reconciled and pardoned from sin. O love of God, how rich and pure, how measureless and strong, it shall forevermore endure the saints and angels' song. When hoary times shall pass away and earthly thrones and kingdoms fall, when men who here refuse to pray on rocks and hills and mountains call, God's love so sure shall still endure, all measureless and strong, redeeming grace to Adam's race, the saints and angels' song. Could we ink the ocean field? And were the skies of parchment made, were every stalk on earth a quill, and every man a scribe by trade, to write the love of God above would drain the ocean dry, nor could the scroll contain the whole, whose though stretched from sky to sky. O love of God, how rich and pure, how measureless and strong, it shall forever endure the saints and angels' song. Tonight, He loves you. He loves you. He loves you. Thank you, Lord God. Lord Jesus, Thank you for your love, your love for us. God, there's so much more that I could have said tonight, brought out. Again, Lord, it would be so much to say. But tonight, Lord, I just felt like you wanted everybody to know that you loved them. Lord, I know that you see everything. There's nothing that's hidden from your eyes. Lord, you know where everybody's at. Lord, you know what some of the turmoil the people are facing. But tonight, Lord, we stop and wanted to reflect on your love for us. And somehow, Lord, we don't understand how, but Lord, just because we know that you love us and that you've shown your love, there's nothing that we cannot face. Because, Lord, we know that you're there. And, Lord, because of your love, you bring us to the other side. Lord, I'm so thankful that you love me. Lord, I'm so thankful that you love everyone here. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I love you. Lord, I love you. Won't you just raise your hands and tell him how much you love him tonight. Lord, I love you. Lord, I love you. Lord, I'm so thankful, Lord. Lord, thank you for loving us, oh God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. Pastor.